She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode and you are in for a treat because I have one of my favorite people on earth. Her name is Mama Z. Her husband is Dr. Eric Z and her real name is Sabrina, but she goes by Mama Z and they have a new book called The Essential Oils Apothecary coming out soon. We'll talk about that in just a few. She's absolutely gorgeous. So if you're listening to this episode, make sure you watch it as well. She was Mrs. Georgia. I mean, I could just go on about how amazing Mama Z is, but I will let her give you a quick intro. So welcome, Mama Z. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's just an honor and absolutely, you are one of my favorite people in the whole world. So it's nice to have a a girlfriend day almost here. Yes, I love it. Well, uh, my husband and I have um, really fostered naturallivingfamily.com for um, over the last five years. And we just really enjoy inspiring people on natural living, how to do those daily hacks and everything about essential oils um, from just regular everyday use to specific things like in our book, which is more of a deeper dive into chronic disease. So I want you to talk a little bit about some of the daily hacks that you do using essential oils and then some of the things that you do on a regular basis. Like give us like kind of a day in the life of Mama Z of some things that you kind of do daily that you want listeners to hear about. Sure. So I'm the wake up super early like you and I go to the gym very early in the morning. And um, one of the very first things I do is I do oil pulling in the morning. Um, It's really good to help get some of those toxins out of our body. So I use um, raw organic coconut oil and I do mix that with essential oils. Um, Some of my favorite combinations to use is clove and peppermint or an immunity blend that we make with peppermint. And I love that because it's so easy. One teaspoon or tablespoon, and depending on how much um, coconut oil you use, one drop to three drops of essential oils. And you swish that around in your mouth for 15 to 30 minutes. So basically as I'm getting stuff ready, I'm swishing that around in my mouth and people are like, Ooh, oil in my mouth. What? Like, seriously, what do you do? I think of it like mouthwash, not like oil in my mouth. And then you want to make sure you spit it into the trash. Cause of course you can harden coconut oil in your pipes, which I've had friends do that and had to replace hundreds of pipes in their house. So that's a no, no. Then, um, in the shower, you know, after that workout, I I have a, actually a get up and go, um, blend though, that I use, um, especially those early morning, uh, wake up calls, you know, you've got these little diffuser things that are handheld that you can drop essential oils in. And then actually I'll show you one right here. And they, they look just like this and they're a glass tube. And then they've got like a cotton swab in them. And so one of the great ones to do, I like um, rosemary, peppermint, eucalyptus, and sometimes I'll put some orange in there as well. And so if you're trying to wake up and just really be on target and focused, then you just kind of 
as you go on the way to in the car. And that just is really good. And you can make all different ones for different things, whether it's more focus blend, more, you know, energy and power, all that kind of stuff. Um, confidence, just like you were talking about in your awesome video. Um, you know, there's definitely different blends for different things. Then once I get home in the shower, I make my own shower gel. So an easy hack for people is you could use an organic unscented, um, shower gel that has good ingredients in it. And then you can add um, eight drops of essential oils to every one ounce. So if you're working on more of the fat burning and that kind of thing, you're going to want to use the citruses with peppermint. Um, and you can always make your own blends. I rotate them though, because you don't just like going to the gym every day, you don't want to use those same exact essential oils every single day. We want to use different things. So once I finish up one of those bottles, then I make a new blend and then it's going to be something totally different. So you can always always change that up. Um, then, uh, I also use my own hair products. So again, an easy hack is you can use like a desert essence, organics, unscented shampoo and conditioner and add essential oils. Some of my favorite oils, especially in, in our age bracket is going to be to help have that thick full hair. And, um, so some of the things that will help grow hair is your peppermint and rosemary. I also like to have that overall balance from the tea tree, which I accidentally spilled all over the floor today. <laughs> um, and uh, also lavender. And so what I do is I'll use um, a certain blend in my shampoo and conditioner and have it you know, be the same. And then I'll rotate that as well. And for my styling aid, um, I like to use, um, it's a magnesium gel with seaweed extract. And that's kind of like my pre-prepper for my hair. And I'll use whatever oils I'm using that are in, um, the shampoo and conditioner concentrate in there as well. Again, all of those, I'm using eight drops for every one ounce, keeping it at a really good dilution for your body. And if you do have some frizz in your hair, you can always add a couple extra drops of geranium as well. So, um, so everything, every step little, literally has some essential oils in it, but one thing you can do that's really easy and a really easy hack is either the night before or the morning while you're getting things ready. We have diffusers on all the different levels of our house, but I try to keep the same diffuser blend on the main level. And that's where most of our family kind of lives in the morning. And I'll rotate that, you know, using a peppermint and an orange is kind of like a get up happy blend. You can use all the different citruses together. You can just use grapefruit. It's, it's also very happy for in the morning. And I kind of keep everything together and I have my little hot water pot and I just go and fill up all the diffusers, turn it on. So it really sets the stage for the morning with your family. And, you know, I, I do have one of those that, um, that needs to focus a little bit more. I have another one that it's harder to get them up. So when they have their, um, essential oils that they use with their body oil, um, which I make a body oil, it's, we, we lovingly call it, um, mama Z's oil base. It's available on our website yeah, free, of course, um, at naturallivingfamily.com. But it uses a combination of coconut oil, jojoba oil, almond oil. Um, there's a few other oils that you can put in as well as substitute if you have any allergies to those oils. So each one of our um, 
bathrooms is equipped with um, little pumpers that are in our granite. And I have ones that are specific for each one of those kids. And then of course I rotate those around as well. So just trying to keep everything as non-toxic as possible is, is kind of what we do. And so whether it's the cleaners that are under the sink um, or whether it's our dish soap or other things that we have within our house. And you've been to our house. Everything is kind of pre, pre-prepped set up. And we have to because we have a large family and we're used to, you know, I, I always joke, I should have been on the assembly line because like I'm used to like pumping it all out and, and doing all that. And, um, and so it's just one of those things that pick your lowest hanging fruit. If it's hand sanitizer, which for a lot of people, especially right now, maybe it is. So we have a rule, 10, 10, 10. You take a one ounce um, glass spray bottle, something just like this, and you're gonna fill... 10 drops of essential oils. I mentioned that immunity blend earlier that we make. So the immunity blend is you would just take an empty essential oil bottle and use equal parts of of cinnamon, clove, lemon, orange, rosemary, and eucalyptus. That is um, a perfect um, immunity blend. So you put 10 drops of that immunity blend in here, 10 drops of organic aloe vera gel, and 10 drops of a um, uh, high alcohol grain, um, grain alcohol uh, in here, just because you need to have that stabilizer as well. So you're going to put that all together. And let's say you don't have that because we have people from other countries listening. And and sometimes you can't find a high proof alcohol in certain countries. So what you can use is you can use vanilla extract in its place. And I have done that. Um, And then you're going to fill the rest of that bottle up with water. And then you're going to shake it. And I shake it every time and go. So like when the kids get out um, for school, at their school, they require hand sanitizer, but they know that my hand sanitizer and my hand soap is the only thing that's approved. So um, then I spray their hands and they go off to school. And um, and actually, it's so funny. So many of the teachers have liked my hand sanitizer better that they've had me make it for the classroom, make it for the lunchroom. The headmaster wanted... <laughs> one of the hand sanitizers. So, you know, having other people involved and kind of talking about why you do what you do is really important as well, because as you make those small changes and, and think about what, what is it in your house that you want to change? Is it the, is it the cleaners? Is it the hand sanitizer? Is it the body care products? Um, is everything that you're using clean? Um, and what types of things can we change out to make them healthier? Mm, love it. Well, I'm going to ask you a listener question, and this is from Suzanne Murphy in Baltimore, Maryland. She says, hi, I love your podcast, and I want you to know I'm 49 and doing great with intermittent fasting. However, I'm pretty sure that I'm going into menopause. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm close, and I'm getting major headaches before and after my period when I do get them. My friend was talking about using essential oils for my headaches, but what would be the best ones, and could it actually help me get through menopause? Also, I'm very sensitive to gluten and dairy, but I I go for a couple weeks and don't have any, and then I'll binge, and then I feel terrible, and I'm down for the count. Help. 
Yes. So we all have our own um, toxic threshold and definitely um, the things that you mentioned are inflammatory. So we want to stay away from those as best as we possibly can. And that would include, and, and there are more specifically towards yourself if you've done any tests on what your specific allergens are, but um, wheat, sugar, gluten, preservatives, dairy, casein, table salt, soy, corn, other things of that nature. So any of those things can really take you over the edge. And unfortunately, it usually takes about two weeks to get a lot of those things out of your system. So really in that time, it feels horrible. Some of the best things though that you can do is definitely considered doing a detox bath. Detox bath is very easy. Um, again, you can go to our website, naturallivingfamily.com and type up detox bath, um, or you can write this down, but you wanna use a cup of Epsom salts and a fourth of a cup of organic Bragg apple cider vinegar. And then in your hand, you wanna put a tablespoon of carrier oil, one that's liquid, that stays liquid. Um, so it can be an almond oil or a macadamia oil or jojoba, anything like that. And you wanna use six to eight drops of lavender and one to two drops of lemon. And what that's gonna do is that's gonna, that's gonna help open up your, um, your body and you're gonna be able to detox. And especially if you are starting to go into menopause, then um, even if it's perimenopause, we're, you're definitely, your sleep can be affected. And this is going to help not just open things up and detox your body from maybe what your current threats are that are going on, but it's also going to help you get a good night's rest because that's one of the things that really affects people when you're making those transitions. And if you're not, um, sleeping well, and you're not resting well, then some of those, those, um, things that are going on are going to exacerbate the problem and they kind of feed on each other. Now with those hormones, um, some of the best things that you can do, um, you know, a week before um, your period or your cycle or when your cycle normally occurs is to um, use evening primrose oil. Um, I like to actually take that orally and then and then put that into some of my body care products. Um, and that does help. Some of the great essential oils for that are going to be your ylang lang, um, your geranium, your clary sage. Um, if you end up having some of those night sweats, you may want to consider using peppermint um, or giving yourself a nice uh, foot rub at night with a sleeping blend or some lavender and chamomile and peppermint and vetiver. Those are really good. Um, of course, if you are having those headaches, doing this little um, inhaler that I was talking about earlier and using some of that same blend that I was using before with the rosemary and the peppermint and kind of opening up those airwaves, not only that does that help help with um, really relieving some of that headache pressure, um, but it's also going to help you open up and, and open up your chest so you breathe better. And if you breathe better when you're sleeping, you're going to sleep more deeply. And that's really going to give you that regenerative sleep as well. I remember Dr. Z one time telling me a story about him and the volleyball team and Ylang Lang, but now I can't remember what uh, it was. Do you okay. remember that? <laughs> yes. So 
he loves Ylang Lang and he's like, you know, you can't like go around at volleyball with Ylang Lang on. They're going to take your man card away. <laughs> like one time we were speaking somewhere and he was like, Ylang Lang, the essential oil of love. And it was just like how he said it. And we were just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but he that is hysterical. It. He loves Ylang What does he love about that essential oil? He, he just loves it. He He'll put Ylang Lang Rose and um, Jasmine on regularly. Like I can tell when he's like into that particular one. He has a few different scents that he kind of are his favorite, but that's definitely one of them. He's just so attracted to it. And so usually if you're really attracted to an oil, um, it may be because your body needs it for some reason or another as well. So there might be just something about it that his body just needs and, and craves and that just happens to fulfill that need. So let's talk about headaches in general. So, you yeah. know, she's got a headache for, you know, hormonal reasons, but yes. is there going to be different essential oils for just a regular, maybe just a regular everyday headache or a sinus headache, or is there going to be, you know, a more of a hormonal blend that you would do if someone's going through hormone issues? So I use them almost separate, but together because, um, you are going to have the hormonal headaches uh, whenever you're changing, just like the barometric pressure when it changes, you can get those same kind of headaches. And I think it's important to have, um, you know, in a, a four ounce bottle of just your regular hormone blend. Um, and, and that would be uh, you want for every one ounce, you want two drops of um, two drops of clary sage, two drops of ylang lang, two drops of, um, of uh, let's see, ylang lang, clary sage, geranium, and two drops of lavender. So for every one ounce, you want two of each of those four essential oils. And you want to have this bottle kind of ready. And about a week before you start your cycle, when you get out of the shower, when your pores are wide open, you really have about two to three minutes before those pores start closing. So you want to use your body oil all over your body and cut, and it will really help to dissipate and kind of trans, you know, transfer into your cycle so that there's, you know, as you're, um, going into menopause or perimenopause, sometimes that can, that can get worse and worse and worse until you have other symptoms that may show up. So if you can mitigate some of those things, the detox bath will definitely help with both of those. And that body oil will, but then if the headaches do come, then having something like the inhaler or having a roller bottle that you can use with those same essential oils, your peppermint, your um, eucalyptus, um, your rosemary, any of those, lavender, of course. Um, in our book, The Healing Power of Essential Oils, we spend a lot of time um, on the women's chapter. I'll never forget when Eric came up when he was writing the women's chapter and he goes, man, girls, I am knee deep in PMS down there. And we're just like, What? <laughs> but that book is so special when it comes to dealing with, um, every part from 
A to Z for women. And it's stuff that he and I put together and over the years that we've tested. And it will give you some additional ideas to think about and some additional essential oils. Because I may talk about what my favorite essential oils are for this or that, but there is a long list. And not what everything works for my body may not work for your body because we are just individuals and we have that bio individuality. And so you want to try different things and you want to take notes and write in your books. Um, Definitely use what we suggest as a starting point, but then start to add certain things on there and try other things to, to see what works the best with your body and your hormones. You made a blend for me when you came down that was my favorite thing ever. I don't know if you remember it, but it was like a thyroid blend that you made for me. But I think it had like aloe vera because it was like so light. It was like this light cream. Can you tell listeners what was in that? Yes, that was our our healing um, serum, our skin healing serum. And it's good for anti-aging, but I put some special um, oils in that blend and it would have been clove and myrrh and lavender. And there was one other one. Um, I'll think of it. Uh, and I was like praying for you. And I'm like, this is like, this has stuff to deal with thyroid and other Mm -hmm. stuff. And, and I put it together and, um, it's light because it's a combination of organic, um, aloe vera gel and raw organic coconut oil. And then, um, you want to make sure that you fill up a sink of hot water and let your coconut oil just go completely to liquid. Um, what that's going to do is as some people have said, Oh, I, I tried to do this recipe and it didn't work. And they had put their coconut oil in the microwave and it really changes the molecular structure of the coconut oil. So you want to completely stay away from that. And, um, what you do is you do equal parts of those. Um, and then you put the essential oils in and you blend it. I like to use a magic bullet, um, because it gets it in this like creamy, um, light white paste, but then I put it in the refrigerator because it'll go to a solid. Um, you can always leave it out and it is nice and light, but it will separate some. So if you put it in the fridge, it's going to be harder and you want to use like a spoon to kind of put it out on your um, hands. But what I found is my dad had skin cancer and I originally developed this recipe because I had had um, a really bad sunburn and I used the Bragg apple cider vinegar to kind of cleanse and detoxify and neutralize the pH of the skin and gently exfoliate and then use the skin healing serum. Um, but the oils that I had used at the beginning was just lavender. Well, then, um, my dad had skin cancer within a couple of days. Cause he was using a cream and we were like, dad, he's like, I've been doing this for six months and, uh, this is the project, you know? And I'm like, dad, you, it looks the same. And I read the thing and it said that it caused cancer. The cream that was supposed to take away the cancer, it said it caused cancer. So I said, do you want to be healed? And he's like, well, well, yeah. And, um, so I made the same thing. And within two days, all the minor spots on the top of his hands were gone. And then, um, and he had had things burned off and other stuff that he was doing with this burning cream as well. So then the second time when he came back, 
he had developed some kind of like almost a fungal reaction to the, um, to the cream that, the, that they had gave him after they, they burned his skin again, because they said they were going to get some other spots that could potentially be something in the future. And I'm like, dad, we already talked about this, you know? So I knew I needed to step it up, um, as far as, um, healing. So I added, it was instead of eight drops of lavender for every ounce, it was four drops of lavender, two drops of tea tree and two drops of frankincense. Again, within two days, all these spots were cleared up and he even had like additional dry stuff going on from the winter because he lived in a cold weather climate. And so that even helped the stuff going on on his face. And then I, we did some additional research because um, it had worked really well for people who'd had eczema and had other um, problems going on. And, and I see a lot of people write in, um, you know, usually it's like right about Thanksgiving it's usually like, you know, four weeks after Halloween and four weeks after Thanksgiving and all these like holidays that kind of compound. And then by January, I have so many people contacting me about eczema breakouts and other things, just that they're at that toxic threshold and their body is just like telling them stop. And, um, so one of the other essential oils that we found that was really, um, uh, helpful was hilichrysum. Mm. and sandalwood. Um, so I actually use those as well in the combination and, um, and you can use your own variation of it. We have, um, a variation on our website under skin healing serum, um, that has different essential oils. And also in the, um, healing power of essential oils, we have the one that has, um, tea tree, frankincense, lavender, and, um, sandalwood. And then I added, um, the same amount that they have of sandalwood adding the hilichrysum. And that one has been over the top. Great, great for people who've had surgery. I had a friend that had a lipoma removed, um, you know, two days after the initial dressing came off, then you can start to use the essential oils on there. I will say there is a, um, a little warning sign. If you are glued from any kind of, um, surgical procedure, you want to do a ring around that, but not have, you can use Bragg apple cider vinegar over top of that wound, but you don't want to have the essential oils touch the glue until some of that initial glue comes off because it will dissolve the glue. Mm. And, um, but then once you do, um, that, I mean, just within a month that, that was completely healed. And then, you know, there's other things that you can use, you know, for scars and stuff like that as well. But, um, that skin healing serum has covered so many bases and especially using it in combination with the detox bath has been just critical for many people. Wow. And so you said you basically just take the coconut oil, put it in like a Ziploc bag, put it in hot water until it gets to I that just, liquid. I have thing. like a, I have just a 16 ounce glass jar that I just refill of coconut mm-hmm. oil. And so I put that whole thing in and let it just go to liquid. And that's how I do my, um, my mama Z's oil base. And that's how I do the skin healing serum as well. Hey guys, I'm so excited. My new book, One Meal and a Tasting is out now. And if you order the book on Amazon, just the regular paperback edition, if you go in and make a review, you will get 
the audio book for free. Send a copy of your receipt to questions at chantelrayway.com and you'll get the audio book right away. So with that, have you ever tried it with, I just bought an aloe vera plant. So at home I have all this aloe vera at the house. Do you ever do it with actual fresh aloe vera? Yes, I do. Um, Again, it's not going to be as shelf stable as your organic aloe vera gel, but you can fillet um, the aloe vera and then you scrape the innards. So of course we've all seen, I think it's Lily of the desert. It'll say like whole leaf or in our inner fillet. Um, but yeah, you open it up, you fillet it, you do equal parts still of the aloe versus the coconut oil and you can blend it the same. And that's why that magic bullet is so important or something like that. Now, just so that you know, um, whether it's the magic bullet or a Vitamix, um, the more that you use your essential oils, it is going to stain, um, your, um, your little, containers, um, just because essential oils are so potent and it's just going to react when you have different things that are getting chopped up in there and then it kind of opens it up. So it will stain it just a little bit. So if you do have a smaller, um, glass thing that you can use, and I always store all of my finished goods, um, in glass jars, if I can small apothecary glass jars. So give us maybe two or three of your favorite tips just to give us a tasting of this new book, The Essential Oils Apothecary, that's coming out. Sure. So we've been talking a lot about toxic threshold and everything like that this morning. So one of the biggest things is that, especially with what's going on um, in our nation and of course across um, the the world, um, people are are at their peak as far as cleaning and sanitizing and all of that stuff, but it comes at a cost. And we need to make sure that we're detoxifying our home, just like we're trying to detoxify our body, not just with what we put into our body and what we put outside of our body, but what we use within our home. And making sure that we look at all of the cleaners and different things. Because um, when I went to the grocery store, even I cannot use um, the carts with um, with all of the floor surfactants and the hand sanitizers and the things that they're putting on in massive quantities. Um, it'll make my skin react because it's so strong. And so, just imagine what it's doing. You know, if you're using those same kind of products at home with your kids and with your animals and that kind of thing, because they're much smaller than even us. So we want to be really intentional um, about what we use and starting to make some of our own um, products at home is one of the ways that you can do that. Um, One of the other things that you can do is make sure that you do have those healthy hand sanitizers in your car and in some of the other places Um, and and use those microfiber towels. And uh, when you... um, you know, get home from a gym workout, you know, you can just spray a couple of sprays um, of that right on your seat in your car and clean it off. That way you're not tempted to use some of those other things that are much more harsh chemicals. Um, 
be intentional about what you are putting on your body and kind of think through all the different steps that you do every day. And you're welcome to check out our website. We've got lots of free recipes as well as in our books and our new book coming, but really working on detoxifying the the five areas of your home is, is critical. And that is your laundry room, your kitchen, your pantry, your bathroom, your garden spaces, all of those things, there are always um, essential oil alternatives in all of those areas. Even in, in my garden, um, we use very simple things um, from feeding our plants with magnesium, with the Epsom salts. We feed our plants every other week with the Epsom salts. On the opposite weeks, we, we use a blood meal product and that we mix up with water. Um, and you know, getting yourself a couple rain barrels and reusing that water, that awesome rainwater in order to water some of your plants. Um, but being very intentional in each spot and not trying to do everything all at one time, because that's way too overwhelming. You know, this is 15 plus years of just kind of looking at each area and dissecting each part. And then be, once you have your bathroom set, then work on your laundry laundry room. We love those My Green Fills products. Um, that's a great way to do it. You can make your own laundry soap. We have a recipe on our website as well, but if you don't have time to DIY, one of our favorite hacks, the My Green Fills products are great because they also have non-toxic cleaners and other things, but all you have to do is add water to the concentrates that they have. And then you have cleaners, you have laundry products and other things like that, that are also non-toxic. So, um, and then looking at your kitchen and, um, what you use there, uh, and, and how you go about your day and kind of write down the top five areas that you'd like to change and then start to look at what things you'd like to have the alternatives to, and then start checking those things off your list. Because what happens is, is once you have the recipes and you, you start changing those things out, you realize you're not going to be changing out. 500 things every day, you know, you might have to once a week change one thing out, but it's not going to be um, overwhelming once you have all those things preset. Well, I want you to talk a little bit about what is a typical lunch and what's a typical dinner for you and how do you kind of add essential oils into your food that you actually eat? Absolutely. Well, we, especially with having a family of seven, um, I'm always thinking, like I said, assembly line style. And so we have similar meals, um, on each day of the week. So Monday, for instance, it's a breakfast dinner. Tuesday is salmon or tuna on Tuesday or some kind of wild caught fish. Um, Wednesday, uh, we do more of an Italian night. Um, Thursday is more of a Mexican night. Friday, I make homemade organic um, gluten-free pizza. And then we do some leftovers or grilling on Saturday or Sunday. And then we swap them, whichever. If we have more leftovers, then we'll do that Saturday. And so each particular night, we do we have our different themes. So with our recipes, like for instance, um, a guacamole. Now, of course, you can make my guacamole if you want it. And it does have, um, and I think you've had mine, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. Cilantro and lemon or lime essential oil in it. Um, 
And so one thing that you can do is it, let's say something calls for lemon or lime juice. Well, I'll typically then use whatever it calls for, and then I'll add a drop of the opposite. So if it's called for lemon juice, I'll add a drop of lime juice or vice versa. And then with the salsa, I kind of do the same thing. So let's say you just did not have time to make some of those things. And let's say you went to Whole Foods or um, your local health food store and got uh, a guacamole or a salsa, then you could go ahead and blend it up and add a drop of each of those essential oils as well. So you can be very intentional about it. However, I, my mom was known as the herb lady. I grew up traveling with her and speaking on cooking with herbs. I always love to cook with herbs and utilizing the essential oils for some of those herbs are very important. So, um, one drop, um, one to three drops of essential oils would be equal to one teaspoon of a dried herb which is equal to one tablespoon of a fresh herb. So one tablespoon of fresh equals a teaspoon of dried equals one to three drops of essential oils. So you can add a drop of dill essential oil to your tuna noodle salad or your tuna salad. Um, and when I say noodle, we use a lot of almond pasta. We use things that are not high in, car in carbohydrates. Um, we add different things, you know, to our meals and change it up a lot. So, um, but our potato salad, people are like, oh my goodness, I use, um, sweet, um, sweet potatoes in my potato salad. And people are like, I never would have thought of using those. You get all those extra B vitamins and, you know, utilizing chives or chive essential oil and, and then having both the fresh and or dried herb. And then the essential oil, it just not only helps the flavor of the oil, but then you also get the medicinal benefits of those oils as well. So as you think through some of your recipes, or if you're looking for recipes, we're actually working on um, our uh, our book that we came out with, The Essential Oils Diet, last, um, has a lot of those recipes that include food recipes um, that have essential oils in them. So let's talk a little bit about when, when the lady was talking about, she said that, you know, she binges on some dairy and gluten, and I know that you are dairy-free and gluten-free. Yes. I want you to talk about some of your video classes, because I think those are so amazing. And so I think that what, what I heard her say was, hey, I... I can't, you know, I go for two weeks without having dairy and not having gluten. And it's probably because she's eating, you know, vegetables and shrimp and whatever and eating healthy. And then she just kind of snaps because she's like, I want a piece of pizza. And instead of making a dairy-free, you know, pizza with that's gluten-free that kind of satisfies that craving, sure. then she's just going, okay, I'm going to Papa John's and getting something. So um, talk a little bit about some of the things that you've done that has been able to say, hey, we're having an Italian night. Well, just because we're having Italian night, it doesn't mean we're having, it's still dairy-free and gluten-free. Absolutely. So 15 years ago, they did not have the kind of alternatives that they have today. And 
praise the Lord that we have these options now. Um, so when you're talking about some of the dairy staples, you're talking about your, your cheese, your cream cheese, your sour cream, your, um, your mayonnaise, depending on what type you use and all of that's going to have dairy and sometimes sugar and other things. And that's some of the things that people over the top have been like, how do you get around, you know, that kind of stuff. And because there is such good alternatives, I really, really, really like, um, using them in my courses. So we have, um, my Italian course, my salads course. So you look up, um, mamazieitalian.com and mamazieisalads.com and, um, you can pre-screen, um, those courses. Now the, alternatives, I have a pantry guide that goes over a lot of the alternatives. And, um, and that's also available through that or through, um, our book, the essential oils diet. And I like to take every single recipe and dissect it because we have so many allergens in our house that we have to make sure that we're doing alternatives for all of those. So um, let's say it is going to be Italian night. Let's say you do not feel like you want to start from scratch and make um, uh, an Italian pizza. There are good brands out there that have, um, I know you like a, a cauliflower crust that, um, that is very clean. Um, there's another one called Capello's. I really like Capello's because they use the, um, almond flour. Um, it's very good. It's very light. You still get kind of a nice crispy little crust. And then, um, you know, you can, uh, simply make a pizza sauce, whether you have your own recipe, you can get a pizza sauce. That's just organic pizza sauce from whole foods. And then use that. I have my, you know, my recipe for sauce as well. And then you're going to, you put that down, put, I use the, I like the diet cheese. There's other, um, non-dairy cheeses out there. Really watch your ingredients because, um, there are some that are better than others. I like the original diet cheese. Um, and then I put that on top with toppings on top of that. Um, when I'm making dips, um, and that's another big thing, you're going to have people over, you want to have some chips and dips and stuff like that. And um, I make a French onion dip. There is an awesome Kite Hill um, comes out. They have not just cream cheese, um, but they also have sour cream now. Um, that is amazing. I also like veganaise. Um, I like the soy-free veganaise or the grapeseed oil veganaise. And um, those are good as a, as a mayonnaise um, substitute. And if you're looking, let's say just for a, um, a gluten-free um, breadstick, a lot of the bread machines now have a gluten-free feature. So if you are going to need to, to binge on anything, you put a few ingredients in your gluten-free ingredients for, you know, just a regular dinner roll recipe or a pizza dough recipe, you put the ingredients in, you kind of let it go for that two hours. And then all you have to do is put the, the dough itself on a pan, let it rise on its own timing. Cause that's one thing about gluten-free, um, is that you really have to allow it to rise on its own timing, or you have to change your ingredients so that it's more of a quick bread style. 
And then once that's done, you put some, um, I absolutely love, there is the, it's a dairy-free, um, Parmesan cheese. I have one on my website as well that you can make your own with nuts and, and, um, hemp seeds and other things, which is great, but it's called dairy-free and it is amazing as a good alternative and put that on there with some, um, of your mozzarella alternative and a little bit of your pizza sauce. And it is absolutely amazing. I always say I have normal friends and they actually like all of these things. And I've tried them on all of them. And, and I say normal, I'm like, I know we're not exactly always normal, so that's fine. (laughs) And, um, but I test all of my stuff out on normal people and they absolutely love it. I love that. You know, there's, there's one hack that I found you know, some of the ricotta cheeses that are like dairy free, yeah, yeah. for some reason, those are more, they more taste like real cheese. And you can add some ricotta cheese um, to your pizza and some of the mozzarella. The combination of the two make a great pizza. So and try that. Have you ever tried the Mots? It's M O Z Z. Mots. I don't know if I have. It's a cashew-based um, fresh mozzarella. It's mm. like a fresh mozzarella ball. And I'll do a tomato mozzarella, like yes. caprese salad with that. Yes. And like, again- oh, yes, like yes, I, I have tried that. I have tried that. Normal people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you use um, fresh mozzarella. And I'm like, no, th- this is such a good alternative. Yes. The fresh, for some reason with the cheeses, some of the dairy-free, that the, that brings a good point. With the dairy-free, if they are like that mozzarella ball, that more mushy, you know, or the ricotta cheese that has more liquid, it just somehow tastes more like actual real cheese. It does. And you want to know the secret to cutting that mushy ball? What? You put it, so the, um, this knife guy showed me that I have an actual cheese cutting knife. You put the cheese ball into the freezer for 10 minutes before mm. you cut it. And then it cuts perfectly oh, every wow. time. And it, awesome. it's worked every single time. And it's amazing. Also, another hack for ricotta is I like to use the, um, the unsweetened, so delicious, um, coconut milk yogurt. Mm -hmm. And when you mix that with the eggs for let's say lasagna, um, you cannot tell the difference once it bakes. It is so good. It is awesome. Well, you guys have to check out her videos. I, I really believe the next step for you is to have your own cooking show where like every day you have a cooking show. The seriously, I've never learned more. And and I feel like I know a lot just because I interview so many people and this is what I do. And, but I, you teach me more about health and wellness and all these hacks than anybody else. So for you, you, we, we have to have your own cooking show. Like you, <laughs> you need your own show every day. I know you've got so much with your family, but that's definitely the next step for you. Well, I have to give you a shout out because when you came over, you were like, why don't you make your own nut milk? So you sent me bags and little containers. And so I started just going nuts. I may, I make all different kinds of nut milks. And I always joke because if you get the pecans and the walnuts out, you might get carpal tunnel from squeezing that 
that nut bag. And so I had, I said, Eric, I saw this thing um, on the internet called an almond cow. I'm like, this is the only thing I want for Christmas. So he got me the almond cow and and he got the one that came with these glass jars that you can store your nut milk. And you take your awesome nut milk recipes um, that you've shared with me and you just put them in the bucket and you push the button. And That's awesome. I'm going to buy one. Oh my gosh. It's so awesome. And then you just pour it out. And the almond cow, almondcow.com has lots of recipes that you can use for the pulp, which, you know, you can do lots of things with the pulp, but there is so many other ideas and fun things that you can kind of expound on, on that almond cow. And I've just had a great time making that. So we make our own nut milk courtesy of you and oh, all of our it. friends I love, love it. it. One of because the other, it, there's so much chemical, yeah. like literally all so, those ones. Yeah. If you look at the ingredients, there's they've got one or two out there now that are just really like very few ingredients, but they have carrageenan in it and guar gum and just so many things. Like I don't I don't feel good when I have either carrageenan or guar gum. Both of those I just don't feel good. Well, and one of the other hacks that you can do with um, with something like this is I take, because um, everybody wants a good cup of coffee. So I've found that, I mean, and, and you know, there's some great ones out there I know um, that people use, but if you use um, 10 ounces of organic low acid coffee um, or you know, uh, espresso, you can take, um, I take a 32 ounce jar. So, you know, one of your canning jars, or I have other jars that I use that are 32 ounces and you put 10 ounces of the coffee in there. Let's say you made hazelnut milk. This happens to be some of my friends favorite. You press your own hazelnut milk, use some of the hazelnut stevia, you use four to six eyedroppers full of the hazelnut stevia. You can fill it, um, all the way up, or you can leave a little room for some ice and then tighten it up, put it in the, in the refrigerator and you have the best coffee latte. Mm, And you can do that. You can do that hot and warm the milk or, and, but the, the flavors go inside with one another. So you can do it with cat, you know, you can do cashew, you can change it up and swap different, you know, flavors of the milks, but it gives it such a rich flavor. I love the cashew. I love the macadamia nut one. Um, absolutely love that. If you want a really crazy one doing the, the, um, pistachio one, Mm. um, is very, good as well. So lots of fun stuff that you can try with your nut milk and, um, an organic um, cup of coffee, or if if you're not doing coffee at all, of course you can use your matcha, um, as well. And we've got a recipe, um, not just in our books and on our website, but for a matcha latte, which I made for you. Yeah. I love that. That's delicious. (laughs) So when is the book coming out? In September, believe it or not. And we are so excited. It's a really special book. It's really, um, when we were writing this book, um, God just gave us some awesome inspiration. And, you know, when people were all staying at home, we were really working 
um, exclusively on this book. And, um, it gave us an opportunity and a little bit more time to really pray about it. And, um, we felt that it would really give people freedom in a lot of areas and a lot of areas that they haven't been able to experience freedom on medicine and other things like that, or they're really wanting to transition off of that. Of course, um, you always want to check with your natural, um, healthcare provider as well, um, for all of those, because they know your total history. Um, but there's just such a special thing that God's done with this book and really helping people break free in a lot of these areas that have been a challenge. And where can they pre-order the book from? Yes, you can go to eoapothecary.com, um, eoapothecary.com, and uh, you can pre-order the book. Um, I, I saw that there was like a little pre-picture going up on Amazon. Um, so it's going to be, we're going to start to really promote that everywhere once, um, you know, we have the, we have kind of like the official cover now and uh, we went back and forth and, and, and had people debate and all kinds of things, but we put a lot of time and effort into this cover and we're really proud of it. And we're really excited for you to join us at eoapothecary.com. I love it. I'm so excited for you. All your books are so amazing. Your video courses, you guys have to go to their website. We'll put the link in the show notes. It's going to be an amazing, amazing book. I'm so excited for you. And you guys stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.